0: I'm you.
1: <laughs> so, are you recording locally? I'm recording everywhere, on all platforms. <laughs> All the platforms. All the platforms.
0: I don't know why you need that many copies of I uh, audio. I will win the award
1: for most, <laughs> most recordings of an episode. <laughs> I will buy myself that Oscar. Um, oh, welcome, we'll by the way, to One Foot That Is On The Ground. This is Ashley.
0: <laughs> and this is Johnny.
1: And today we are discussing the classic Audrey Hepburn film, Charade, from
0: 1963. Nailed it. Look at you. It Look also stars you. Cary
1: Grant, which, mm-hmm. you know, I guess he should get some some recognition for his work, I suppose. Um, it also <laughs> has Walter Matthau. Um, and... colburn james colburn is that right there you go yeah i i was blanking on his name there's no l colburn but yeah colburn okay i'm sorry colburn the only other thing i mean i know he's famous for other stuff of some sort but
0: james (laughs) like the magnificent seven and great escape
1: yeah i never saw those the only movie i think i've ever seen him in other than charade was it snow dogs uh, maverick With Jodie Foster and Mel Gibson. Uh, and I loved him in that. I was like, okay. I like it. I dig it. Um, anyway, that's a freaking fantastic movie. I know we don't like Mel Gibson these days, but... Uh, especially Jodie Foster in Maverick. I fucking love her in that movie. That was one of he's, my favorite things. I
0: he's also her. in um a movie we do like. Sister
1: Act too, back in the habit. oh, that's right, girl. I forgot about that. He is in that. He sure is. Heck <laughs> yeah, girl. Get it. Um, <laughs> you snatch that award. You snatch that trophy. Um, so, what should? How do we? What should we? How do we talk about this beautiful piece of cinema? Um, I guess. What, what do you mean? <laughs> so. I don't know. I'm having trouble figuring out life. Um, so, what is this movie about, Ashley?
0: Uh, it's about a woman who is, I guess, in the midst of a divorce. She doesn't seem to like her husband very much, and uh, <laughs> he conveniently dies. But he also uh, was on the lam because he had a. He had uh, taken. He had come, taken, come across stolen two hundred fifty thousand dollars of nineteen sixties money, and other people were looking for it. Nobody found it when he died, and so the film is about Audrey not knowing anything, but people convinced that she has the money, and so it's a, it's a big uh, who's who, who's who. That's wrong. Who's? But you know. Who's what?
1: A who's what? (laughs)
0: <laughs> maybe it's a an it's who- really uh like old Alfred Hitchcock is what this movie feels
1: like I could see that like not, not spooky that. Hitchcock but with the but... fun of Stanley Donen, because Stanley Donan is the director um and it was written by Peter Stone um well I think there was a, I think there was two writers but Peter Stone is one I remember because <laughs> he's on the commentary <laughs> track with Stanley Donan um So, So, Mark Bem, Bem, that poor guy. Um, (laughs) Don't know who you are. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, you are correct on all accounts. So, this film, by the way, so I watched it. Yes, you did. Um, (laughs) I just want to warn the kids out there, the footsies, that if you have not seen this film and you would like to see this film. Do not listen to us until you've seen it. Stop the podcast and go watch the film. And I say that only because we are definitely going to ruin this movie for you if you, <laughs> if you um, haven't seen it. Because it's hard not to and that's the fun of talking about it is that there is a twist and it's a good one. And I certainly hope Ashley's not going to roll her eyes and be like, oh, I saw it coming the whole time because (laughs) you could not have.
0: I, first of all, after your little disclaimer, I'm going to tell you what I wanted. (laughs) The twist I wanted and the twist I got.
1: Well, because there's actually, there's a lot of twists in this movie. Most of it is identity, like with Cary Grant, because Cary Grant switches his identity throughout the whole movie. It's hard to figure out who the hell he actually is. Um, but what were you going to say? What, what did you want?
0: About the, the twist I wanted? Yeah. I wanted, so first of all, when we opened the film, I dug it. I dug the little body rolling off the train or whatever. Or it. <laughs> <laughs> I dug the, you know, like, like, uh, a haphazard disposal of a corpse. I'm into that. Um,
1: <laughs> Before the opening <laughs> but, titles.
0: <laughs> but I also dug the banter between Audrey Hepburn and um, Cary, Cary Grant.
1: Grant. Yeah. I yeah, was going to say, that's, I, it's, they're both so good in this movie. And that's yeah, one of the reasons, is they're, they're back and forths. They're f- fantastic together.
0: Yeah, but keep and the, and, uh, and Audrey's just, like, negging him uh and it's it's quite lovely. It's lovely to see um an older film especially that doesn't well, I heard this described of Audrey Hepburn in general before. Like I can't remember. I wish I could remember who said it, but it was like she's neither a virgin nor a whore. Mm-hmm. You know, like and and so often we get either or in these types of films, but like Audrey very much wants to bone down with cary grant oh yeah you know and and it's not like she's not shamed for it i mean not that
1: um not that anybody's around to shame her for it
0: right but like right. she's just kind of like audrey's character in this flick just kind of like owns herself and i dig it like she's not afraid to like not know the answer to a question Mm -hmm. but she also like fires back when she does Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like she's not like protecting anybody's fucking ego Um. yeah I mean, in the end, she does end up with the dude, which I was like, ah, whatever. Uh, I mean, you know,
1: it's like 1963. It, it's
0: yeah, but it was like it's also not 20, like 21. It, it ends with <laughs> where a she would marriage have died proposal,
1: tragically or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it ended with a marriage proposal after they spent two days together, and what is it four identities from Cary Grant? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I, like that, I, was, I was like, all right, get out. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that because I, I had a – when I watch it this time, this time in particular, all the other times mm-hmm. I watched it, none of that really bothered me for some reason. But this time I was like, I'm sorry. If somebody told me that he was like four different people within two days, I would never <laughs> want to see this person again. But, <laughs> but he is charismatic. He's very charming. So I guess – Maybe that's he was like why it works. He was like a plank
0: of wood, like in this movie, and I know that that's like intentional because, you know, like he's supposed to be, so many other people. He's like he's very guarded in mm-hmm. the in the film, but yeah, but yeah. I wanted what I wanted when when it opened. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, it's gonna be some some shit where Audrey knew the whole time, and she she always knew where the money was.
1: Oh, see, I I didn't, I
0: didn't. I wanted it to be her. But it was made in the 60s, so why would it be? Why would she take the money and give Cary Grant the finger and run off?
1: True. Um, This is
0: it. The postman always rings twice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, so, I seriously am having the weirdest time trying to talk about this film. I don't know why, but it's like, okay, so. First of all, in the context of Audrey Hepburn and her cinema, I
0: mm-hmm. will
1: say that there was kind of an ongoing thing with her. Like, if you watch the history of her in films, she's constantly paired with a considerably older man. Yes. And she was never really a fan of this um, through all of her films. Like, all of them. She's like, really? Like, <laughs> like you got funny face where her lead is um, Fred Astaire. And it's like, dude, like, Fred Astaire was pretty old when that happened. Um, I don't
0: remember a young Fred Astaire. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like, when was that exactly? In the 20s? Um, so you've got that. You've got, um, like Gary Cooper ugh, in um, one of them. Which one was that? Was it Gary Cooper in Love in the Afternoon? I can't remember. Um, you, the, what was? Uh, I gotta look her up. I'm trying to look at my Blu-rays across the room, but I don't own all of her films on Blu-ray. So, oops, sorry guys. Um,
0: the one we did together, or the one we did for our previous podcast. We did what was that one.
1: How to steal a million? That was Peter O'Toole. Yeah, that was yeah. after this. That was a few films after this. Um, but. Hold on. I need to pull it up because I want to talk about this specifically. Because Roman Holiday, well, Roman Holiday, oh, God, Gregory Peck, Ooh. girl, break me off a piece of that. He oh, was actually guy. probably around her age. But uh, actually, no. <laughs> now that I think about <laughs> no, it, she was wasn't. pretty young. when that. <laughs> darn it. I was thinking maybe well, he yeah, was. In,
0: in he this was closer movie, to her she's age. She's like, but. Sh- she's about 30 in this movie, and Cary Grant is. 59. Like
1: 50, yeah, 50, close to 60. Um, yeah. But a few things, like... well, a few things about that. So I was trying, I want to know who she was in with, what was that movie? Um, I'm not going to be able to move forward until I find out. Filmography. Hold on. Who I'm are you
0: talking about that she's paired against?
1: Audrey Hepburn in. And who? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Sabrina. Sabrina. Sabrina, it was gross old Humphrey Bogart. It was Humphrey. Oh, oh yeah. So, Because William Holden was the other brother in that movie. And um, she actually was going to marry William Holden. But um, he had a vasectomy that he did not want to have re- reversed. And she wanted children. So that is the only reason that they did not get hitched. And then she ended up marrying, um, ugh, I'm blanking on everybody's name. Who cares? She, she married somebody else. Um, not as cool. And um, anyway.
0: The but in Roman Holiday,
1: had... or not Roman Holiday, in um, Sabrina, um, Humphrey Bogart was the only, only actor to work as uh, next to her where he had problems with her and it was because she wouldn't sleep with him like off Classic. the record or whatever so he had issues with and literally up until like forever that was the only time that anybody was ever mean about working with audrey hepburn everybody else is like yeah i think you're lying cuz she was <laughs> uh. yeah there
0: she she is most famously just a fucking gem of she a is. human
1: gary yeah. cooper was low in the afternoon okay so anyway so old guys right so by the time she got to this particular film she was tired of it and that's why she's constantly mentioning how old he is in this movie because she's kind of making fun of the fact that he's older and he's making fun of the fact that she's younger because she was like dude Cary Grant's old. he's like literally retiring like this was one of his last films. <laughs> He's like, she's like, He's on his way out to pasture and you're putting him in here with me. Rude.
0: Yeah, well I read that, um that it was supposed to be he was supposed to be more flirtatious with her, uh, but he felt uncomfortable with it because of the age difference. Mm-hmm. And so they like altered the script a bit so that she would hit on him. Yeah. But it's also funny because like two years after he married what's her face it was like 19. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's like, get out, <laughs> yeah, no,
1: that's men for you. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm stuck here, guys. I'm sorry because after she did Cherie, she did Paris when it sizzles, and I have to. I'm sorry, guys. Bear with me for a second. William Holden, yes. Okay, so I just wanted to confirm that it was William Holden. Okay, now I'm done. So, (laughs) because I was like, wait a minute, wasn't she in pairs when it sizzles with William Holden as well? Which was kind of a tough thing for them because of their past history and the fact that they didn't marry. And now you're in this film together being romantic while your husband's leering in the background. What are you doing with my wife? Um... I still can't remember his name, but I really don't care. So, um, anyway, um, so charade. So let's go into some more information. So first of all, I have to bring up stuff that I just know that I think is fun. So the first time she goes to the office, what the American consulate or whatever it is, where Walter Matthau told her to show up like at 12 or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she goes into that building to meet him. Um, the two guys that are getting into the elevator after her are actually Stanley Donen and Peter Stone, visually, and well, audio as well, but they switch their parts in the audio. So, like, Stanley is speaking for Peter, and Peter's speaking for Stanley. <clears throat> I just thought that was fun. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Complete silence. Um, <laughs> um, a couple of other things that I thought were great. Well, one of them was I'm going to bring up the commentary because I've told you I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but this is one of the, my favorite commentaries ever on a on a DVD, Blu-ray, or anything. It is so freaking good. Um and but one of my favorite things is their chemistry is fantastic as friends, but they were talking about early on in the movie they were talking about whether or not they should give away the surprise ending and <laughs> and they're like, Well, why would somebody watch this with commentary if they've never watched the movie? <laughs> that would just be weird. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, "Oh, I guess you're right." Like, you know, but it is kind of one of those things and like I said, even with us talking about it here, it feels like you shouldn't talk about it because it is such a good reveal. Um and of course, everybody's going to be disappointed we, just like we Ashley. We
0: spoil every movie. We yeah, do. I'm very. <laughs> I
1: actually hated this reveal, I swear. Um
0: <laughs> I well, alright. So
1: what happens is, okay, so Charlie is murdered <laughs> on the train. And his body is thrown off the train, which, ooh, that's, you know, this, this is a fun. Charlie,
0: Charlie's Audrey's
1: husband. Yeah, Audrey's husband, Charlie. Yeah. Um, well, her character's husband, uh, Charlie. Right. Um, <clears throat> so he's killed, thrown off the train. And I, see, I'm, I'm getting all this stuff. I, I told you, I don't know how to talk about this. So in the beginning, that opening shot is kind of fun because he actually wasn't thrown from the train. He was actually standing on like a platform. And they had to time it perfectly for the panning shot to coincide with him getting tossed off on the other side. So I just thought that was a fun little bit oh, of movie to know.
0: magic. Well,
1: we'll movie magic there. <laughs> um, and they did have to time it with an actual train that was going to be going past there. So because they, <laughs> they didn't want to pay for like having a train on a track and doing all that shit. So yeah, they just who waited does? for the wait for the twelve <laughs> yeah. o'clock train to go by. <clears throat> anyway. So there's that. But uh, anyway, so he gets thrown off the train, he gets murdered. And what happens is, um, Audrey well, she doesn't even know that yet, right? Does she know that yet? I can't remember when she no. finds out. She doesn't know she that. She doesn't
0: know that. I wanted her to know that. I wanted Yeah. Her I wanted it to be her and her husband all along i wanted him either him either to not be dead and then be like maha or wow. him be dead and she's just like <laughs>
1: greedy money um
0: yeah she's like she i wasn't. do know the value of stamps and but she
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> runs off <laughs> but she um she oh she comes home to the empty apartment which is one of my favorite i freaking love that scene where she's like opening up all the closets. It's completely like, I mean, their apartment's completely wiped out. It's a gorgeous fucking apartment, though. Holy shit. Can you imagine if that's your apartment in Paris? What? Yes, please. It's gorgeous. Beyond belief. But anyway. Um, also,
0: that must have been another expense spared. Because they're like, oh, well, he took everything. He took everything. So, so we don't even have to furnish <laughs> like, this apartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's true that's true
0: that and we didn't we didn't have to like watch them try to dig through the apartment you know what i mean exactly
1: like we just like we
0: just like skipped over all of that and one big blow of that was her husband being a dick
1: (laughs) yeah i have to say though like you mentioning that makes me think when i was watching this um and this happens a lot with cleverly written films I love cleverly written films, and I always think to myself, how do you do that? Like, I couldn't even begin to fathom how to write something so clever. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like I probably could if I put a lot of effort into it, but it's like, that's a lot of work. Well, it's like, to remember I think a lot of to times bring up these things and remember that this guy sneezes and this guy does this thing, and that's why it's good to bring it <laughs> Gross. up. Gross. And...
0: That guy sneezing on the corpse. <laughs> Um, one I just want to say I think that it's just you're just not writing it straight through like you can write it straight through and then you just like go and it's just like all in the edit I think a lot of clever things are true
1: because I I just I love clever things it makes me so happy especially if you watch it more than once and you really get all of the nuanced things that they did to kind of give you clues about stuff but um, and this one definitely does that it's still fun for me to watch even though I know what happens but um anyway so Audrey she's left alone nothing no apartment furniture nothing (laughs) Charlie liquidated everything took the money and uh went on the train and murdered on the train the only belongings that were left behind were in a bag and they were all accounted for like the police made a very you know uh a list what do you call that a good list (laughs) A good list of things. <laughs> um, very proper. Uh, so they an, document, an uh, documented... An they, they, Yeah, an inventory. <laughs> they documented everything very strategically. Like, this is everything that was in this bag. Where is this money? And um, then the problem is that people are looking for this money. Uh, so people that he was in the war with at some point back in the day. So, um, So they... Are looking for this money. And she doesn't know where it is. I mean you think that. I mean like Ashley. You know she's always thinking Audrey Hepburn's sneaky. Trying to get that cash I cash. I
0: want a sneaky but Audrey.
1: She, uh she doesn't. She doesn't know who killed him. She doesn't know anything that's going on. She didn't even know Charlie had multiple uh, identities. <laughs> like thanks.
0: <Yeah. laughs> um, she so, didn't know he was a dirty rotten crook.
1: <laughs> exactly. So. The stuff in the bag, you know, there's like, uh, what is it? Like um, tooth powder, which is funny because we don't use that anymore. We use toothpaste. Um, (laughs) A comb, uh, an envelope that was stamped. It was a letter to her that was not sent. um, And an address book or an appointment book or whatever. And something else. Oh, his passport, whatever. You know, that kind of stuff. Anyway, so they have a list of all that. And. The whole move they keep bringing back this bag and talking about, what's in this bag? There's got to be something in this bag. And, of course, there's nothing. So, anyway. So everybody's looking for this money. Everybody's, and uh, the guys come to the funeral that were part of his troop or whatever in the military. And they all want to confirm that he's dead because they're all pissed that he died and took the money. And they wanted the money. Because it was something like they, it was like, what is it spoils of war or something that they were going to divvy up later. And Charlie just took the whole amount and was spending it with his lady friend and, you know, took the whole thing. And so now they're coming after him because they found him, I guess, or whatever. Well, obviously somebody found him cause they killed him, but yeah, anyway. Um, so anyway, so all these guys are looking for this money. Cary Grant ends up being one of them. In one of his multiple identity shifts. But he originally is just a strange man that comes into the picture at the very opening. Um,
0: <laughs> that, that they met in the Alps.
1: They met in the Do Alps. You... They're both going to Paris. Uh, having a good time.
0: Was he, like, scoping her out? Did he know that Charlie uh, died? Oh, he Charlie knew who she was. No, did he know that Charlie had died?
1: Oh, probably. Already? I would assume so.
0: Because... Charlie died, I assumed, like, the day before she got back. Like, she was just, like, on vacation with her friend. Yeah. So he's, like, sniffing around, sniffing around Audrey. Like, girl, what you doing? (laughs) She smelled good.
1: She got that Audrey cologne by by Chanel. (laughs) Um, Wait a minute, no. Who did her perfume? Whatever. Who knows? I don't know. One of those perfume makers made a perfume that's specifically for Audrey. It smells like an old lady. That sounds
0: pretty on brand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only because it's indicative of the time and not a modern scent. Anyway, um, so um, I forgot where I was.
0: So, yeah, so, so she... Yeah. She ain't got it. She got an empty home and... Then she is caught off guard by somebody. Yeah. Is she? One of the one of the crooks, the ding-ding crooks. Well, we meet them all at the funeral. Yeah,
1: we meet them all at the funeral, and then they keep showing up to kind of frighten her. Um, mm-hmm. And Cary Grant's always there to be like, come into my arms, my lady. Oh, seek comfort in my person. Um, <laughs> he doesn't sound like that at all. And... Um, I just, there's several things I want to say and I can't think of any of them. Um, One thing I would like to mention is there's a scene where she goes into a phone booth to call Walter Matthau. Oh, Walter Matthau's character, by the way, he works at the American consulate or something. He has something to do with America. Um, And he's looking for the money too because he knows Charlie took it and he would like it back because it belongs to the government. So, give me my money! So, he wants the money, too. Um, So, he tells Audrey, yo, look, you can't trust anybody because somebody killed him and you need to come to me. You need to call me anytime, any day at this number. I will get to you. I will find you. And (laughs) she's like, okay, cool, girl. So, then, you know, these guys show up or whatever and threaten her and she's in the phone booth making a phone call. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because it's not important really. But... (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> the, the t- um, later in the years of our lives, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt ended up playing her in a made-for-TV movie that I didn't even... Well, I think I may have watched the first 10 minutes, and I was like, I can't do this, <laughs> because it was horrifying. Like, her accent alone was like, why did you even attempt to copy Audrey Hepburn's ac- accent? Because it's impossible. It's like, if you're not a a Glenn Close or a Meryl Streep, you're not going to be able to pull this off, (laughs) ma'am. Anyway, (laughs) but I was bringing that up because that is the only time that I've ever said the casting made sense. Because in that scene, the, the angle of the camera and her bangs being the way that they were, she did look like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Like It was creepy how much she looked like her. So I was like, oh, I could see that. Or vice versa. Obviously, Jennifer Love Hugh looked like Audrey Hepburn. But I was like, oh, yeah, I could see that. But they didn't do it right. So whatever. Who cares? Um,
0: well, I think they both have, um, like, those big uh, eyes. I think they have a similar, like, eye shape.
1: Well, they're whole. The two of seriously, them. Seriously, watch that scene again. You'll see it. Like, that angle on Audrey looks just like Jennifer. Like, the nose, the cheeks, the mouth the bangs being the way that they were, but it was only in that scene. Every other thing I've ever seen, I own all the Audrey stuff for the most part or have yeah, in the and past.
0: I own all the Jennifer of stuff.
1: And, um, <laughs> that's the only time I ever was like, Oh yeah, I can see that. Um, anyway, so, um, getting past that. So there's a couple of things. So I remembered the year of this film. Um, <laughs> Because, you know me, I never remember anything. But 1963, so when this came out, it was after the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Just like Dr. Strangelove. Because in Dr. Strangelove, they actually had to edit um, dialogue in that film because it was coming out after the assassination. And um, they said, originally, Slim Pickens says, Oh, you can have a lot of fun in Dallas with this. Like the, with the package that they get in the Plan R. Which, if you haven't seen Dr. Strange, love, well, I'm not even going to go into that. But anyway. <laughs> um, so he says you could have a lot of fun in Dallas, but they had to change that to... What did they change it to? Because he was assassinated in Dallas, right? Uh, I am not the best person to ask that. I think it was Dallas. Anyway, whatever. He says... But you can see that they dubbed his line to something else. I can't remember what they say instead. Maybe... Vegas or something. It
0: was Dallas.
1: It was Dallas, yeah. Um, yeah. So another thing that was interesting was this film uh, when they're on the um, the banks of the is that the Champs Elysees? I don't know. I'm just saying that because I like saying that word. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> I just want to say that. Oh, no, it when they're next to the uh, Notre Dame um, on on the water, there's a scene there where they there's dialogue where they say assassinated. And it was hysterical because in the audio commentary for this part, uh, Stanley is like, oh, I remember this. We had to actually edit this out. They originally said assassinated, but we had to take that word out of it because we couldn't say that after the assassination of John F. Kennedy. And then it was funny because they're listening for it, and they actually say assassinated. He's like, well, I don't remember them putting that back in there. <laughs> like, when did they do that? <laughs> I didn't tell them they could do that, um, which I thought was hysterical. Um, and yeah, it could have I been also just
0: like an old copy.
1: It, yeah, but it was also. Um, I love that moment in the film when Cary Grant or what was it, Audrey Hepburn says something about being the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and, like, indicates behind Cary Grant. And that's when the camera light kind of pans upward behind Cary Grant and there's Notre Dame behind them. And he's like, Oh, who put that there? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just always thought that was so funny. (laughs) It's humorous. Laugh at it. Um, anyway, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I just know too much about this movie. I don't think I'm helping our situation here. Um, Anyway, great film. Wonderful stuff. But what was I saying? <laughs> I can't remember. I feel like I'm uh, high, but I'm you... not high. That's I funny. wish I was. You're high um, on Audrey. Audrey. So anyway, so yeah. back to the, the movie. So she basically, yeah. You know, the whole time they're trying to look for this damn money. And one by one, all these guys that are coming after her are being killed one by one by somebody. And then in the end it kind of looks like it would be Cary Grant because he's the last one alive and she's freaking out. Cause she's like, well, it's gotta be him. And yeah. so she calls, um, uh, Bartholomew, which is Walter Matthau's character. Um, and that's when we get the reveal that, uh, Walter Matthau is actually not the character he said he was. He was actually one of the guys from the war situation, And he was the one killing everybody one by one. And Cary Grant's like, bitch, no, that's Dial, girl. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Don't do it. Um, But beyond that, I forgot the the mega reveal was that the money was there the whole time. It was in plain (laughs) sight. And it was because uh, it was the stamps on the letter that were mm-hmm. worth all the money in the world so <laughs> and they realize it because he had an appointment in his book his uh, his appointment book to go to this particular uh spot uh by the Champs de uh <laughs> just because i like saying that um to to go to this certain spot and every thursday or tuesday or whatever day it was Uh, there's a a stamp swap meet kind of thing set up, like a flea market, but for stamp collectors, which is like, I had no idea that was such a big deal, but cool. Um, But Oh, it's
0: like a big thing.
1: Well, I I mean, I know stamp collecting is a big thing, but I didn't realize that there was enough interest to have a whole market set up like that. I mean, there's a lot of stamps. It's a lot of people, (laughs) and there's a lot of, and all I could think was, God, COVID. Ooh, girl, get out of there. The The
0: reveal, like, but when, um, even the when reveal... what's his face is walking through and he's like, <gasps> and, <you see laughs> and he like, turns and it stamps and he turns and it stamps and he turns and it stamps and it's just like, <gasps> and then he like turns and runs because <laughs> he's like, oh, it's I the love I love it. It's so, like, uh, I was like, this movie wasn't that for so long. <laughs> like, it wasn't that tone <laughs> for so long, and then suddenly it was back.
1: I feel like that was that was a Stanley Donan, like, like I am so excited to tell you this, <laughs> that I'm going to make it super awkward <laughs> how I revealed yeah. a secret. Um
0: yeah, and I 100%. loved when he went back and he was like, "Let me see the envelope." And the other dude, what's his name, Tex,
1: yeah, he Tex, just yeah. starts
0: laughing. Be-
1: <laughs> He's like, <laughs> like "She just- duped us all," because they yeah, assumed just, she like, took this the stamps. Laugh. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I was just like, "Good, it better be." But at uh, this point, I was no longer convinced that Audrey was like in on it.
1: No, but I'm- the best part of the whole thing is, is, is one of those wonderful little details like the foreshadowing detail that made me just love it, love it love it love it love it was at the very beginning of the movie when when audrey's being dropped off at her parents' apartment by her friend and the kid that she was with the kid is excited that she might get a divorce because she'll go back to america and send him a letter <laughs> with stamps on it so she says you just want it for the stamps don't you And she's like well i'll get you some here so <laughs> That's planted in your head early on. And then at the end of the film, once... They haven't... Audrey hasn't realized it yet, but that morning before they go to the uh, meeting spot that was listed in the diary, um, she had already given the kid the stamps from the envelope. So she mm -hmm. ripped them off and gave it to him, and he was going to go to that exact thing that they're talking about, to go and swap some stamps because he wanted some stamps. I want some more stamps for my collection. Um, so. Uh,
0: yeah, Jean-Louis, yeah. The, the kid, yeah. he is, he, he does not shut up about stamps from beginning to end. He's like, it's the stamps, you guys. Like, ain't nobody know the value of stamps but me, Jean-Louis. Well... <laughs> <laughs> But he also is like the the character that answers all the questions in some form or another. You know what I mean? hmm. Like he's there to find the briefcase. He's there for the stamps. He's there for something else. Like he he be calling people out and then people are like, Whoa oh, Like my Jean gosh. Louis is the hero of this movie. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's pretty
1: great. He's pretty great. Not the best actor, but whatever.
0: No, not one bit. Not, <laughs> not one bit. All. He had a cute little sweater short outfit, though. Oh, yeah. I love it.
1: <laughs> I wish I was in weather and that I could wear that. Um, <laughs> cold weather, but my legs exposed. Um, that's
0: that's literally you, John. That is you me. You love cold weather <laughs> with
1: your legs exposed.
0: My Are legs don't get me? cold,
1: so I never... It doesn't bother me to wear shorts in the winter. Um, so... Anyway, so there's that reveal. So we all know it's the stamps, um, which is just spectacular. But like I said, even after that, you still had identity situations. Like you didn't know Walter Matthau was who he was or who wasn't or whatever. And so there was good surprises up until, in fact, up until the very end, when you finally find out who Cary Grant was, which he wasn't any of the people that he said he was. (laughs) And he's actually the person that she needed to go and turn the stamps into to give back the money. Which is why Cary Grant was there in the first place, because he was the American person looking for the government's money <laughs> <laughs> that Charlie had stolen. So that's the movie. Um, <laughs> another reason that they probably had some budget like concerns or whatnot for this movie was because it was filmed in Technicolor. So, as far as I remember, I think it was te- was a Technicolor. I think so. I'm almost certain it's Technicolor. Whatever, not the point. But um, it looks I like gorgeous. the
0: the the palette.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful film. film. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful film on the Just Criterion It's very collection.
0: 60s and very French.
1: Yes, and really also, like um, nope, I'm lying. I was gonna say I think this was one of the ones where Audrey stopped wearing Givenchy. But that wasn't she this one. stopped? Yeah, she, okay. she had a weird period of time where she didn't wear Givenchy in her films. And it was very strange. Like she was trying to like get away from her image of looking glamorously gorgeous and everything. <laughs> of looking
0: perfect all <laughs> looking the time. Looking perfect
1: ev- yes. all the time, yeah. And, and um, she's like,
0: you know what? These people I'm playing aren't all Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. I have to, I have to be someone different, different
1: She actually, she <laughs> did have... Um, that was one of her things, is, is I feel like she was constantly trying to prove that she wasn't just Audrey Hepburn. Like she really did go for things that she was like, like the nun story. She specifically wanted to do that film because she was like, I'm going to be wearing a habit the whole time, so I have no excuse of being Audrey Hepburn. I'm going to be a different character because you won't be able to see me in the clothes that I normally wear. You're only going to see my face and of course she's fucking fantastic in that god dang film um and then like breakfast at tiffany's where she played a call girl basically but they they couldn't call it that because it was inappropriate but she was she was definitely a lady of the sheets <laughs> getting those 50 dollar bills to go to the bathroom um Ooh, girl. Watch the film. I don't. <laughs> uh, but no, she wore Givenchy, I believe in Paris When It Sizzles, and I want to say she did in How to Steal a Million, didn't she? Maybe. Anyway, she famously went back to Givenchy she, at some point.
0: She did because she referenced it.
1: Did she? In that
0: in that film, yeah.
1: Yeah, cuz we watched yeah. that was the one we did for the podcast. Then two, mm-hmm. two for the Road I think was one of the ones where she didn't. And then wait until dark and blah, 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 blah. But then when she went back and did a movie called, I want to say it was Bloodline. Not the show that everybody talks about, but the film with Audrey Hepburn. It um, the was like a big 70s. deal that she and Givant were getting back together to do the costumes for that film. So anyway, not the point. Um, I just love Audrey Hepburn. Can you tell? I know a lot about <laughs> her. Um, I don't know where she went to school. Sorry.
0: God, you're so. Hurt. I'm never going to get
1: over it. I read that review. That person's the other day. not listening. <laughs> no, he's not. He is not. He does not care about our podcast because one of the episodes. All right. Let's, slightly let's move past this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, what was I going to say, though? I was going to bring up something. Uh, we, we finished. Oh, the remake. <laughs> don't watch it.
0: The two thousand and five um, remake? I gotta. I no, have to, I have to know.
1: The truth about Charlie. Yeah. Don't do it, don't do it. I was actually um quite excited about that remake when it was announced because I loved Handy Newton. Um, and I thought was it Mark Wahlberg, I think, was the the Cary Grant character. Oh Grant? yeah. Um yes. which I thought Eh. Okay, fine, whatever. He doesn't need yeah, to be and it's good. And 2002.
0: I said 2005. Not to say that
1: he's a bad actor, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it was <laughs> annoying to me alone. because I feel like the a remake of that particular film is, one, very strange. Like, why would you do that? Because it's such a specific thing. And then when he did remake it, to do
0: my ending. I, wanted, I want to see it again with my ending.
1: No, it does not have that ending, dear. And do you want to know why? And I'm going to spoil well, this. Well, it's a remake, I'm my dear. I'm going to spoil dude. this for all of you. It is no, the exact same No, I'm saying that's why reveal. you would
0: have a remake.
1: It is the exact same reveal. The it's the stamps again. Like they. It didn't can even... still
0: be the, the stamps. It's just, I'm
1: saying... Ew, that was dumb. I just went to see this to find out that you did the exact same plot reveal, which isn't even that exciting in modern times.
0: (laughs) Stamps still have value. Also, the remake was then not for you. No. You know what I mean? But, it, it was but, 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 like, but, but. like the remakes of all these Disney movies. Those are for us. Those oh, are God for no. a new we generation well, to Cinderella. not watch I'm something like that's Cinderella old.
1: One, even though I was against it for so long because it doesn't have my favorite <laughs> song in it. But it was actually a very, very, very good movie. Um
0: I remember you talking trash. Oh, and yeah. And called I out. totally talked
1: trash about that. <laughs> <movie>. But <laughs> Kate Blanchett was the stepmother. Yes, please. Um... Yeah, Helena Bottom card was still a bad choice for the godmother, though. Fairy godmother. Um, anyway, no, the truth about Charlie. So, I went and saw that on one of those preview screenings where you get, like, the little movie poster ticket thing and go see the movie early before it comes out. And mm-hmm. it was one of the ones where they had uh, prizes to give away to the audience for, like, uh, um, what do you call it? Trivia. <laughs> and it was so much fun because I was the only one there that had obviously ever seen the original movie <laughs> so I right. knew all the answers to the questions and nobody else raised their hand at all so I won all the prizes I had a, <laughs> a truth about Charlie hat I had an umbrella I had a poster <laughs> I had one other thing I can't remember what the other thing was but I was like I literally and everybody kept getting annoyed because I knew all the answers <laughs> I was like, sorry guys, if you don't watch the original movie, then why are you even here? And then they were probably see a free movie. Very disappointed because it was not very good.
0: Was it even advertised as a charade remake though?
1: I don't know. Was it
0: like did they even go heavy-handed with it? Can so, you like, imagine? <laughs> the even... highly
1: anticipated remake of Charades or an Audrey I can't remember. I don't.
0: you well, you you know what I mean. Like sometimes when a movie gets
1: like redone, the Psycho remake or whatever, that's they'll like
0: they'll like toss in like, hey, this is that thing you love you know see
1: uh, probably not i think like i said like when i went to go see that preview screening i think i was probably the only person that knew that it was a remake of charade right i don't but i can't remember maybe i read it on i don't know because the internet wasn't a thing back then was it what year was that 2005
0: in 2002 oh
1: 2002 the internet wasn't a thing (laughs) they didn't have internets Like, I'm trying to figure out how I would have known that it was a remake of Charade. Maybe I read it. Oh, you know, I probably read it in Entertainment Weekly. That it was coming out. (laughs) That's probably what it was. Or or
0: you caught one of those, um... Entertainment Weekly was my jam, yo. The the Roger Ebert review.
1: Oh. (laughs) Don't go and watch this horrible remake of a beautiful film that I gave two thumbs up. Um... It really wasn't. The only reason I say that is because, like, at least with something like Psycho, where it was like a shot-for-shot remake, it was interesting enough to be worth seeing. Does that make sense? But with Truth About Charlie, it was like, like, if you're just going to copy the exact same plot and the only reason... Like, the only thing that you changed were they put flashbacks to the war scenes for whatever reason. Because, like, that was important. Who cares? And well, they put sex in there. And I was like, uh, we didn't need either one of those things for this story to work. You had to have war and tits. Like, come on. <laughs> Give me a break.
0: It was around the time of the war, though, wasn't it? What? The... When the did they not? Well, I guess they mentioned the war in the film because of the the, the dude the dudes who were after.
1: Yeah, that's Charlie. where the money came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. there spoils of war or something?
0: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess to maybe make you care a little bit more, or to make it more exciting. <laughs> also, I looked up the posters to this movie, and they are all awful. For what movie? I love it. For the truth about Charlie, there's oh, like God. stamps all over all the posters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the other thing. That was the other thing. That was so infuriating about that movie. It's like, dude, you literally gave away the movie <laughs> in the posters. Like you're idiots. I idiot. mean, John
0: Louis tells you the whole time that it's. the I stamps. mean, they might as
1: well have just had John Louis Newton won't shut up about it being sitting stamps. there with stamps on her nipples or something saying yeah, that's what it is shaking her top. Well wait a minute that would
0: be a different movie
1: first of all <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it
1: that would not movie. be a mystery <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same movie um so have we said all the things we can say about charade sure i think i have i'm pretty sure i probably know more information but i i'm not going to try to dig it up um i love this what film. would you rate this movie i would rate this as it's high because i i really do love this film i think it's beautifully photographed it's the color palette is perfect like we talked about it's audrey fucking hepburn so that's huge props yo um and stanley donut i love stanley donut movies i think he's a fantastic filmmaker um i would say eight toes solid Perfect. Eight toes. Eight beautiful
0: tootsies. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd give it... Like a six and a half or a seven, I'd say.
1: Oh my.
0: So few toes. I mean, that's still not bad. Also, I just want to say on our last recording, we did a... What was the movie? i care a lot we did i care a lot and i gave it about the same rating but both of us watched the movie before recording and we both agreed to record it and like only like record our conversation Mm -hmm. without discussing it because i was like i want to talk about it well originally it
1: wasn't supposed to be an episode but it right it
0: wasn't supposed to be an episode but we both happened to have watched the movie and
1: wanted to talk about it because i did want to talk about it which we did Um,
0: Yeah, but I gave it the same uh, rating, which I I'm sure I've rated things that were uh, that were like two or three that I love. Um, But I had also recommended Promising Young Woman. And I after we stopped recording, I thought about how I must have made Promising Young Woman sound like trash (laughs) as well. But I think that's another movie that warrants a conversation, not like it was another movie where like I didn't love the ending. But I do think that like the conversation to be had from that movie is super valuable, just as I think the conversation from *My Carolot lot uh, is also valuable. You just know like what I mean? like the conversations with, around those.
1: Same with *Charade*. I
0: mean, it's it's totally. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like the six, the six and a half toes. That's not that bad. I know. I'm, I'm, like...
1: I'm just being sensitive because it's Audrey. I, I, I think oh, she I deserves more toes. I know.
0: <clears throat> I think Audrey herself is a nine and a half, ten toe woman.
1: Oh, she's she's like eleven toe. She's that, yeah. that <laughs> she's beautifully deformed foot.
0: <laughs> and you know what? I would, I would absolutely agree yeah love her i do i i
1: freaking love her so much um and not jason jason was (laughs) it's so funny too because jason came in while i was watching charade and he's like mentioning like because audrey is one of those women that people seem to love but have no idea who she is like she's just on their wall because there's that famous print of her everywhere from Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's like she's oh, well like Marilyn loved. Monroe. Huh? What's that?
0: Like Marilyn Monroe. Oh yeah, British like that girl that I bought the Marilyn Monroe.
1: The Blu rays from it at Big Lots. Do you remember that? I bought like three <laughs> um Marilyn Monroe films on Blu ray at Big Lots and the girl that rang me up, she's like, Oh, I had no idea she was a an actress and I was like, What did you think she did? Like what did you think Marilyn Monroe did as a profession? Like, <laughs> what? it still I blows my mind you. that you wouldn't know who, <laughs> what she did or who she uh, It's just weird. But I feel like that's the same a, um, with Audrey.
0: Well, yes. I had an employee who had uh, like a Marilyn Monroe keychain. And I made a comment about it. And she was like, oh, yeah, she's like my idol. And uh, that's how this this girl, like, legitimately spoke. And I was like, oh, awesome. Like, what's your favorite Marilyn Monroe movie? And she was like, what? And I was (laughs) like, your favorite Marilyn Monroe movie. And we worked at a movie theater at the time. And My Week with Marilyn came out. And she was like, I loved My Week with Marilyn. And I was like, oh, I mean, okay. So, all right. So, that's, like, a movie kind of, like, dramatized, like, about... Marilyn Monroe, but Marilyn Monroe like wasn't actually like my favorite. Gentlemen prefer blondes, like it was so. Like now you go, <laughs> like and oh. it took me a beat because I truly did not understand that she would idolize Marilyn Monroe, but still not know that Anything. she was like yeah a film star. But yeah, no, Marilyn Monroe is just like a sex symbol. I guess I feel like you know like Audrey's
1: kind of the same but the complete opposite like Audrey is the she's glamour glamorous sophisticated just because she was never I kind of love that about Audrey it's very hard to to criticize anything about her because she didn't do anything bad really uh,
0: yeah, even when her parents were Nazi sympathizers, she was like absolutely not. She's like, and, you ew, know. Gross. <laughs> gross, gross. I'm gonna go fund the revolution. Exactly, Bye.
1: <laughs> and I'm eventually going to be the ambassador for that thing that people do. What is that thing? She, was? I can't remember what it was. She was. She was. Um, Annie Lennox is that, or was at one point. What is that called? You're gonna have to be more Good specific. Good peace and ambassador love. or something like that. Good, some green, not green peace, no. Something. I can't think of what it's called.
0: Goodwill ambassador. Goodwill
1: ambassador. That's it. Um, yeah, I just fucking love. And Audrey, um, is she an egot? I feel like she might be
0: audrey if not she's close
1: uh, because she yes she is an egot yeah i thought Mm so yeah girl she got that grammy she got that grammy and you're like what'd you get a grammy for girl i got it for tell children's stories Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 i just fucking love it uh she did get it well, girl yeah she's just kind of she's pretty great she's just fantastic all around but anyway uh audrey yeah love it no what was i gonna say i was gonna say something the Marilyn thing the audrey thing oh same with you like when you you encounter that girl for the Marilyn Monroe. when i encounter audrey hepburn nerds well not nerds but you know oh i love audrey hepburn and then i'm like ooh, let's have a conversation what is your favorite film and what do you think about this and what is that and they're like I, I saw breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs>
0: like, oh. I mean, they're still allowed to love her. I but know. But you know. It's definitely not what you're expecting.
1: It's just like when people say they love Prince, and I roll my eyes at that every single time, because I'm like, oh, I can't. you're such a ball. I can't. Don't. <laughs> I can't. Well, I mean, it's kind of true, though. It's, it's, it, and I think maybe it's just because I am so, um. what do you call it, like. I am obsessive about the things that I love to the point where I know too much. Obviously, I don't know where any of these people went to school, but I... <laughs>
0: yeah, you have you have no chill.
1: <laughs> no, I'm like all in. So I'm like, when you say, oh, I love this, I'm like, "Ooh, I can finally talk to somebody. And then you find out, oh, I can't talk to somebody. I'm still the nerd in the corner. <laughs>
0: no yeah you John what you need to do is wait for people to say I'm obsessed with
1: this (laughs) I bet you it would still came up the same way (laughs) I'm obsessed with Audrey Hepburn I've seen my fair lady
0: (laughs) can can I tell you one more story about like Audrey Hepburn and the Marilyn Monroe incident I was um working someplace else and it was like late at night and a customer came in and it was like just me and him and there was like opportunity for small talk which I hate but um like you have to do it so he was wearing a uh, like a Kelly Bundy shirt from Married with Children it was just Kelly and it was very 90s and it, I think it just I think it said Kelly like beside her like she was like leaning up against her name and it, it was just like a very baggy 90s shirt for married with children mm-hmm. and there was like the silence and so i was like oh i like your shirt um and he was like yeah thank you thank you thank you do you know who she is and i was like christina applegate or kelly bundy and he was like what you do and like i was <laughs> like oh that was a legitimate question i thought he was just going to be super pumped about married with children or like christina applegate but it was neither he was just sporting the shirt and asking people who she was because he had no idea. But he got compliments on the shirt all the time, and nobody knew who she was. And I, <laughs> oh my I like god, crumbled into dust because I felt old.
1: No, you shouldn't feel old. You should feel like, why the hell did you buy that shirt and wear it? <laughs> well, be-
0: because Kelly Bundy was like a, a sex symbol from Married with Children. You know Was what I
1: mean? she? I guess.
0: She I mean, was just like always, like with not a different my, dude my and cup of tea. But
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I do love Christina Applegate, though
0: absolutely. I love Christina Applegate too. I, I fucking a, love what her. What a delight!
1: How about that? I'm gonna put the F word wow. in there. I fucking love her. Oh my! I oh my. seriously every so, time she so
0: you loved.
1: I I love her. She she is such a fantastic person to have in a film and. <laughs> I'm going to elaborate because um, she's been in a lot of films where she's not the star, but I'll tell you, I will remember her over anybody else in that movie. because Like she The is Sweetest Thing? The Sweetest Thing or um, Going the Distance with, um, what is it, Drew Barrymore and Justin Long. I mean, obviously Justin Long, I'm looking at him, but um, <laughs> Christina Applegate <laughs> is spectacular in that movie or even Anchorman. I don't think those movies would have been as fun if she hadn't been in that those movies. She was fantastic in those. She is hysterical. I love her so much. Or what was that? No, that was the same movie. Going the distance. She's really good.
0: She is great. She gets I really two dug. Um, just so good. Dead to me. With her and um, what's her face from Freaks and Geeks.
1: She was also oh, Velma. Yes. Yes, linda yes, yes that was yeah. a great show i originally mm-hmm. did not want to watch that not not to say that i was it did what am i saying i love christina applegate so of course i was going to get to it yeah, at some point
0: it wasn't advertised it, um that the advertising and like the marketing for it wasn't something that appealed to me but yeah. i was like oh linda Cardellini and christina applegate I'll exactly check that
1: out. yeah and, and james
0: I, marsden oh yeah
1: Eh, well, man. <laughs> uh, but no I love those two and I I freaking love that show I was so excited about that show um when I finally started to watch it, I was like oh yes oh yes oh yes oh yes um fantastic but I don't know where it's going with any of that just right that on. so love Audrey Hepburn
0: <laughs> what would you recommend what before? would you
1: recommend
0: Oh, I have to go first. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have I have two movies. Oh wow, good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just in case. I always come with a few extras. <laughs> uh, so first, if you want to see more Audrey, I would recommend How to Steal a Million. Uh,
1: which <laughs> just because it's an episode the only on. other one you've seen.
0: <laughs> well, not only that, but it has to do with like you know theft Heist. and deception and such. Yeah. But uh, my other recommendation would be. Clue. um, Oh, yeah. Because of all, like, the little twisties and turnies. That's
1: good. We should do Clue someday. Have we done that? We haven't done Clue. We
0: have not done Clue. Clue. I I, I have a lot to say
1: about Clue. I have a lot to say about Clue, too. I fucking love Clue. I fucking love Clue. I fucking love it. Um, (laughs) I would recommend... See i I wanted to try not to do just Audrey suggestions, but I want to, so I'm going to. Wow. I'm going to go with, um, Two for the Road, which is also by Stanley Donan, um, And Albert Finney's in that with her. It is fantastic. We'll probably do it at some point because I, I mean, we're probably going to do a lot of Audrey films in the future because I just love her and I want you to see these films. Um, But Two for the Road (laughs) is a spectacular film. It's, it's not like a lot of the other ones. Um, It it still has Stanley's kind of vibe, but it's very serious. It's not. It's not like the... You know what I mean. It's good. It's a fantastic film. And it's kind of one of those ones where... You always forget about it until you watch it. And you're like, oh yeah, I do love this one. Um, It's fantastic. And the other one I would recommend... Based on Charade. The Nun's Story. Which I mentioned earlier. It's, It's also spectacular to watch. Um... She is brilliant in it, and I fucking love the ending of that film. It was not what I expected, and it was a pleasant, pleasant, pleasant ending to that film. Um, yeah. Oh, also, I would say Black Narcissus as well by um, Palin Pressburger. Just because I love it, and it has nuns in it too. Uh, <laughs> and it's technicolor (laughs) beautiful anyway sorry lots of suggestions so oh no that was great watch those films people do it to it if you would like to contact us in the meantime you can always reach out to us at one foot podcast on the Instagram and the Twitters and you can also email us at one foot podcast at gmail.com and you can also reach us on Facebook and that is one foot on the ground I'm changing accents so often <laughs> like three different accents <laughs>
0: uh. <clears throat> yeah and uh, tune in next week for uh, the I mean it's springtime and so we're gonna we're gonna do something about my favorite plant. Um, 1986's Little Shop of Horrors. Which one? 1986. No, which um, version? What do you mean? The like which ending? Yes, this is theatrical ending because the other one doesn't play through. The other one's still in black and white, dog.
1: What are you talking about?
0: We we're talking about the two separate endings for *A Little Shop of Horrors*. Do you not the... have the Blu-ray? I do have the Blu-ray.
1: It's a fully completed version of that film in color. What is it really? About? Yes. <laughs> and it's spectacular. No, Please watch we're that. Do...
0: I've seen the ending no, I'm like just on its own.
1: No, no, no! It's like there's two versions of that film on the Blu-ray. There is the theatrical, and there is the amazing director's cut that has the original ending. Uh, we can talk about the ending, but we'll watch the theatrical, I guess. Um, <laughs> and now I'm pissed because I don't. The have The theatrical
0: that one is going to be the one that people can find on. Yeah, I think the it's internet. streaming
1: on something right now. I can't remember what. It's
0: got to be streaming on everything. It's always streaming. <laughs>
1: you would think it's
0: always. It's, it's always, always streaming when we're trying on to do something. It for it's like a podcast that I can't find anywhere. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
1: but I'm <laughs> like... certain I just saw that listed on something. And I looked specifically to see if it was the director's cut because I wanted to watch that again. <laughs> because it's so good. Anyway. Um Okay, cool. Yeah, it's probably on Amazon.
0: Yeah, I mean it's either that or gone in sixty seconds, John.
1: I mean I either way, I don't care. It's up to you. <gasps>
0: wow, Leprechaun.
1: No, not that one. Leprechaun.
0: <laughs> John, it's gonna be dropping March sixteenth. Stop it!
1: <laughs>
0: it's my birthday. What? March seventeenth is my birthday, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I knew that. This guy.
1: Still, I'm not doing out. Leprechaun just for your birthday.
0: <laughs> well, Why wouldn't you do a is, film? We're gonna loved. have to, we're gonna have to go off air. What? <laughs> I uh, first of all. I can talk day and night about how Leprechaun changed me. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Well, oh I don't know God. why you would assume <laughs> otherwise. You know how you're always quoting I want my money. I'm always quoting <laughs> It's your belly I want. Oh my God! <laughs> and that's from Leprechaun, oh, no. starring Warwick Davis and Jennifer Aniston. Oh my God! Oh. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna have to clip this out because
1: now, now I want to do Leprechaun. Oh jeez! Is it streaming somewhere? <laughs> it's gotta be. <laughs> I am not paying for that.
0: Oh, you're gonna pay. No. Not I'm money. gonna pay <laughs> in time.
1: Are we really doing that? Is that is that your final I'm looking to see. Now that you mentioned Netflix. three films. <laughs> which one? Oh, it'll be like Clue. <laughs> see which one you yeah. get.
0: <laughs> I can't believe this. I
1: it's not streaming anywhere, is it?
0: It's not. <laughs> that is hysterical.
1: I swear it's always streaming on something, like you say. I swear it's I've seen all be, of though. those movies streaming on something recently.
0: Yeah, where it's like Leprechaun in the Hood, because um, you always see Jennifer Aniston's
1: face down in the corner, yes. and being like, "Oh, I'm a Leprechaun." <laughs> it, it's oh. How do you spell oh. Leprechaun?
0: It's on Peacock. I'm not signing up for Peacock. I have
1: Peacock. It's free.
0: Oh. Unless that's
1: mean? one of the ones you have to pay for. I don't know. I don't How do you
0: spell I I, I'm pretty sure it's free. L-E-P-R-E-C-H-A-U-N
1: Okay, so it's not on HBO Max. Ugh. No. <laughs> what did you no, check? On...
0: I, I googled and I... I put in where to watch Oh it's on Peacock Peacock Peacock, Peacock. That's the, yep that, that's that's the one
1: Leprechaun in the hood oh no, lo- not in what the, am the, I looking like, at not doing it in the hood oh no I have to buy a rent
0: it <laughs> <laughs>
1: alright fine we'll do little shop of fours. yeah what's that streaming on <laughs> Give me the streams, yo. Give me the streams. That's hysterical. So, yeah. Oh, we should probably end the poor kids. The uh, four footsies. I'm trying not to call them yo. kids because you berated me.
0: <laughs> That's what I did. You did. You, <laughs> you, as- you assessed face. that conversation perfectly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, join us when we do some film that we will do. Uh, next time
0: (laughs) Little Shop of Horrors is streaming on HBO Max bye bye